You ready to do this thing, girl? I am ready. Okay, well, this is Chandra Perdue coming to you live, streaming live from Houston, Texas on the Unfiltered with Cardones Unlimited LLC podcast. This evening, I'm so excited to reconnect with the young lady that I met when I first moved to Houston, Texas in 2018. Her name is Renisha Perry. Come on, Houston, you guys know this chick. She's been all around the, the restaurant scene, managing, bartending, you know, doing it all. And now she's an entrepreneur. I told her when I met her in 2018, I'll see you again. <laughs> so tonight, help me welcome Renisha Perry. How you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. You know, I had to do that. Why don't you look up so we can see your pretty eyes for a minute? Because, you know, you guys, you know, in, in her previous hustle, she was uh, uh, also a makeup artist. So, you know, she got all dolled up tonight in the kitchen. And she is going to be preparing. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll put out there my little video today that show what she's going to be preparing this evening. This is the first time on the Unfiltered with Car Jones Unlimited LLC podcast that we have live entertainment. Yes, this is Car entertainment. Tell me what's up. What you gonna be doing today? What are you doing? Tell me about first of all, let's 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 slow it up. Back 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 it up. Back it up. What made you go into business? Um well um during the first wave of the pandemic I was a restaurant manager and of course you know the industry was the first hit so I just decided I had to change my course. Um I just had, I asked God, I was like, okay, what do you want me to do? And I just started cooking uh, for myself and for my roommate. And I would put a menu on the board every day. And from there, one of my first customers was one of her first friends because he couldn't cook, his girlfriend couldn't cook, and they were tired of ordering food all the time. So it just kind of blossomed from there. My, I mean, I always loved cooking since I was little, but now I really enjoy working in the industry. It just kind of happened. Awesome. Awesome. So you said that you had to make some adjustments when COVID surfaced. Yeah, I did. So what, 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 if you can talk about it, what happened for you? How did that impact you directly? Well, you know, the restaurants were the first people to close. All, right. Nationwide. So it left me and my staff without a job. It was supposed to be 15 days, but of course it was longer. And, you know, working in the service industry, your bread and butter is based on, you know, service from, you know, patrons coming in and your tips and things like that. And, you know, the serving minimum wage is 213. So I was like, man, my server's going to suffer. As a manager, I'm going to suffer. My restaurant's going to suffer. And I just had to, you know, think of a way to stay within the industry that I love while working for myself and doing something that I love. And I just kind of came up with, you know, my business name, and it just kind of took off from there. So I really like your business name, since you bring it up again, A Girl Who Likes to Cook. Yes. It's straight to the point. But, I mean, it's, it's no shade in there. It's no, you know, it's black and white, and girl who likes to cook, right? Yeah, exactly. There's no question about it. I cook everything. Um, I worked in several restaurants, so I learned a lot from different cuisine areas. So it's not just okay. that I like to cook, I like to cook everything. Awesome, awesome. So now, right now, you're in your home-based studio, right? Your kitchen studio, where you right. do all of your preparation in your wonderful, well-lit kitchen. Yeah. Gave me a tour yesterday and I was just so impressed yeah the lighting is we have a really nice area behind us there's no trees so the sunlight comes in and then of course I have different studio lights above and then of course I have okay. light above the kitchen so the lighting is perfect really good in here best place for selfies. oh yeah it's wonderful it's really <laughs> wonderful and you know you told me that you also have been doing some tasting. Tell me, what's, what's up with this tasting um, service that you offer? Well, I create a set menu and a theme, and I invite, you know, friends or 
friends of friends. And basically, it's either either four courses to five courses plus a signature cocktail for the evening. Um, everything is course style pairing. And then basically, I present the dishes. Uh, lately, I've been getting into edible flowers and edible um, shrubs and things like that. So the last tasting I did incorporated a lot of edible flowers that you can eat on a daily. Um, everything from mint, everything from basil, also from pansies to different things like that, that kind of bring the color into the cuisine and the matches the flavor profile of each dish. So that's kind of something that I've, I've been enjoying doing. And that's what the last tasting was based on. Totally floral. Well, excuse me. It's pretty cool. Um, I do them once a month here in my little small apartment. It's for six people. And okay. it's quite an experience. Everything is coursed out. In between courses, I explain each dish, um, explain how to eat it, how to taste it, where it's from, the flowers, the taste, flavor profile, the flowers, and how everything is married together. And then I also have a welcome cocktail when you come in and the cocktail is flowing throughout the night. And the cocktail is paired well with the menu for the night. So that way you're able to um, enjoy the cocktail and it won't either outshine the dish or it won't completely shine at all. So everything is strategically placed on that menu according to the night. So it's, it's a very enjoyable event. I like doing it and a lot of people like coming. So how do I get on the list for the next one? You know, because I, I want to take part. Okay. I'll definitely let you know when I have the date for the next one. It'll be this, it'll be coming up in August. Um, it's usually on a Thursday. Um, okay. kind of gets your week going to the end. And then it start it usually starts at seven. It's from seven to ten. So I always ask that people be on time. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so and I try to, you know, I guess once school starts, it'll probably move towards the weekend. But I figure during the week is good because then, you know, I don't have to put people out. You know what I mean? It's automatically. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So let, let me ask you something, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. I posted today on Facebook and Instagram how people can get in contact with you. And we don't want to forget that because you're about to start preparing these items, menu items. So before we get too deep into this thing, Please tell the people on YouTube, Anchor, Google, iTunes, Podcast, um, Radio Public, Breaker, Facebook. How do they get in touch with a girl who likes to cook for either individual meals, dinners, whatever, catering, whatever? Um, well, my Instagram is a girl who likes to cook, but it's kind of weird. It has an underscore between after the A. If you put in the A and then the underscore and put in girl, automatically it'll pop up. Pop on up. Um, Facebook, it's exactly what it is, a girl who likes to cook. And then my email is foodisart2020 at gmail. So it's something really easy to remember. Um, I do believe food is art, you know? So that's why my email is that. So okay. that's the way you can get in touch with me. All my menus are posted. All my services are posted. And um, they can go in and, and contact me via email or messenger, and I'll get right back with them. Very good. Very good. Well, we are going to um, transition here. If you okay. are um, tuning in with this live stream on YouTube, let me go over here and see. I saw Rosalind. You know someone by the name of Rosalind? Yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> Hi, Rosalind. I did say hello to her previously. Um, but we, if you want to participate, just go ahead and type your comments. We appreciate those. You can share this. I was trying to share it to um, Facebook, but Facebook sometimes, you know, they, they get funny. But um, we're going to transition into the first item. So, Miss Renisha, I can't see your your. Your table, your prep area. I see you, but I don't see the prep area. So you might want to adjust your camera down a little bit and tell okay. us what is this first menu item that you are preparing? Well, the first menu item I'm making is a veggie burger, which is one of my crowd pleasers on my menu. It's a uh, totally, uh, well, it's not vegan because it does have eggs, but it is made of mostly uh, black beans, uh, sweet potatoes, jalapenos. Um, a little bit of grain and sticky rice to keep it consistent, as well as other herbs and spices to give it a little bit of flavor. And then okay, I turn your camera down some because we can't see the food. 
Okay, hold on. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we want to see what's up. I mean, we you know we're not trying to steal your technique <laughs> or nothing, but we, we do want the people to see how you get down. Okay. I don't know if you can you see the cutting board and see everything I'm doing now? A little bit lower. Um, I have you on my tablet, so I may have to turn you sideways. Hold on. That's good. Right there. Right there. Nope. It was this? perfect. It was perfect a minute ago. Go back down a little bit. Sideways. Right there. Stop. Perfect. Perfect. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay. Let me see if I can lean it forward. Give me a second. This goes your chopping board over to your left. Slide to left? left. Yeah, slide it to your left. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Okay. See how we can coordinate in the virtual world? <laughs> Hold Don't on. It can't be done. Oh, no. It could be done. Give me a second. Forward. That's okay. Leave it there because it's going back up again. Don't move it. Perfect. Leave it right there. Okay. okay, let's do it. So what are, you said that you were preparing which burger, sweetie? Um, the first burger is going to be a veggie burger that I make myself from scratch. It's a uh, mushrooms, jalapeno, uh, black beans, sweet potatoes, a little bit of oats to keep it nice and consistent. Um, it's not completely vegan because it does have an egg in there to bind it together. And then it also has some sticky jasmine rice to kind of give it that consistency. And then I also have two salmon burgers I'm preparing today. I have a Southwest salmon burger and a Cali salmon burger. The uh, Southwest has jalapenos, cheddar, pico de gallo, and tortilla strips. And then the California has uh, dried cranberries, gouda cheese, and provolone, and avocado. So that's what I'm going to be preparing for you today. My mouth is over here watering, and you know I have not eaten one thing today. I don't know if I'm going to make it. So, so tell me what's up. You're preparing... This this burger you're doing your chopping right now. What are you chopping, girl? Uh, jalapeno. I just deseeded one. I'm chopping up pretty fine so I can put it into the uh, the veggie burger, and then that way I can start to mold the the patties, and then I can cook them in the skillet. Let me ask you this because you know I cannot eat spicy foods, so I, well, I, I can't eat jalapeno. Okay. So even without the seeds, ma'am. Even without the seeds? I can't, well, I don't know. I know the seeds is what makes it hot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe I, I might be able to, but I haven't tried it because it makes it so uncomfortable for me. So with that in mm -hmm. mind, all I'm, all I'm getting to is this. If a person like me who has issues with spices and, you know, kind of heated foods wanted to order this wonderful burger, can you adjust the ingredients to exclude that? Is that a problem? I can usually when I prepare them, I adjust it to where if there's no dietary restrictions, it is what it is. But if there is one, with I put the jalapenos on the side and I also put the breadcrumbs on the side. So okay, that way, I see this. You said something very key. You said if there's no dietary restriction. So that that makes me ask this question: When you are receiving the order, a person places an order. Do you have a checklist or something? that helps you to remember to ask them, do you have any dietary restrictions? Yes, I once I create the menu, I place the items that's in the patty on the menu uh, with a disclaimer, either there's nuts in this, there's dairy, there's egg, there's whatever. That way someone can say, well, I can't eat this or they can give me an option if they wanna purchase it. I can make a separate you know, consistency of one with something that'll make it the same way, but not spicy, dairy-free, um, vegan, so I can remove the ingredient. Um, it's just a matter of just kind of when I when I make it to order, I could just kind of mix whatever I need to mix in. But this one is just a, a regular generic batch. Very like, good, very good. Well, it seems like you have all bases covered. That's the woman that I met two years ago. She's a businesswoman. That's yeah. why she's in business for herself now because she knows how to handle business. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So we got some jalapenos done. What what else are you chopping? I see you doing a whole bunch of stuff. Well, I'm going to show you the um, the burger before okay. I start to mix it. So okay. I don't know if you can see that, but that's yeah. everything in there. 
And then I just basically fold it in together really nice. And then I just kind of build a patty from here and then place it in a little bit of uh, olive oil and just let it kind of caramelize. And then I cook yeah. it that way. Awesome. You know, I like that you use the jasmine rice. I don't mm -hmm. usually eat rice because I'm more of a keto girl, right? But mm -hmm. my sister got married recently and we had a lot of guests here, um, family that came and they, you know, have to cook for them. And I love to cook like you. But mm -hmm. I, I found me some jasmine rice and it's just the bomb diggity. Yeah. The flavor, there's, that flavor is unreal. Right. It's um less starchy, less dusty. Doesn't take long to cook at all. Doesn't take a lot to cook it either. Um, it doesn't have a lot of that grittiness to it. So right. it's also the same rice I use when I prepare either meals or even when I do meal prepping, jasmine rice is the preferred rice that I use. And okay. that's also the, the rice that a lot of people tend to ask for as well. Really? Yeah. So, so what, other, what other rice choices might you offer? Uh, brown jasmine rice. Um, I also do a, um, a citrus rice. That's an option. It's a uh, citrus folded in with also avocado. Uh, oh. Sometimes I do a spicy Spanish rice. Um, sometimes I'll do like a, um, it's kind of, I can't really describe it, but it's just like I do a Hawaiian fried rice. It just depends <clears throat> what the dish is and what the rice is going to come with, which will let me know if they can do it or not. And with the Hawaiian fried rice, of course, you know, their, you know, thing is pork. It's an option to leave that out as well. Okay. You know what? I, I'm going to need you to stop talking about all these different options. <laughs> because me and my sweet mom, we might be on the computer putting in an order once or twice a week. <laughs> because what you're talking about, girl, is right up my alley. I, let me ask you this. So uh -huh. for those of us, you know, who are on that keto, you know, kind of wave, low carb, where you have the rice, we usually will replace that or substitute it with cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Might you be able to substitute cauliflower for the actual rice in some of those yeah. dishes? I offer cauliflower mash as an option. So on my, um, on my meal prep menu, I have set dishes and some of them can be made keto. You can substitute the jazz and rice for cauliflower. You can substitute a lot of things to adjust to your diet. Once I do the consultation, I ask, you know, I ask people what exactly it is they're trying to, you know, obtain. If you eat a certain amount of food, if you want to, you know, you gain, if you want to lose, if you want to just, you know, keep your health in check, I offer the options according to your dietary restrictions. So all that's discussed in the consultation, it's all on the menu. You can see everything that I offer on there. If you want to kind of move some things around, you can. There is a little wiggle room um, if it's not too outrageous. But I've had, you know, clients from completely wanting to gain 20, 30 pounds to, oh, I just want to eat because I don't have time to, oh, I'm trying to lose 20 to 30 pounds and I adjust everything accordingly. So it's, it's no, it's no issue, you know, for a dietary restriction. I mean, I, the, the meals are catered to your needs. Okay. Well, you got, like I said, you got your bases covered. I heard you say something in there I was going to ask you about. It'll come back to me. It'll come back because you, you really seem to have, you know, for someone who just started out um, in the catering business, that's a very sophisticated and detailed operation. Yeah. Because you're serving the public, you know, you're dealing with people and you are dealing with items of consumption. So there's a lot of different um, considerations that you have to make, right? And precautions right. as well. And you seem to be managing all that well. Thank you. I'm very proud of you with that. Thank you. This looks really good. Okay. So, a little bit of garlic into that. I add a little bit of garlic into it just to give it that nice flavor. Just a little bit, because sometimes garlic can be quite overwhelming. I love it. I love garlic. I usually add it in at the end, that way I can kind of, you know, start to taste everything. Okay. So yeah, so that was the last part. Now, once I've added the garlic, I can start to assemble the patty, and we can okay. But yeah, this, uh, when I first made this burger, I did it for a tasting with some friends, just to kind of figure out what I want to put on the menu. 
and this this one did really well. So I started putting it on my menu. Awesome. I have a lot this is this is the okay. Southwest, right? No, this is the vegetarian burger. Vegetarian, my bad, my bad. The I have a lot of friends that are vegan and vegetarian and also pescatarian, so I try to cater yeah. to them as well. <laughs> Good. Well, you just around the way girl, as LL Cool J said. <laughs> I need an around the way girl. <laughs> you know I'm funny. You know I'm always laughing about something, right? Uh-huh. You know, hey, life is is hard enough as it is. I'm trying to find all the reasons I can to laugh and smile. Right. And today is Friday. I did post today. Hey, it's Friday. Friday. So we gonna, you know, come with the Friday shenanigans. How about that? Yeah, because that's, that's not like I can meet you out somewhere, you know, or come for a tasting right now. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to make this virtual environment our Friday. This is our Friday happy hour. How about that? Absolutely. I also have a cocktail for you as well. Huh? I have what a you mean? You didn't tell me you had no cocktail, girl. You said you was preparing three menu items. What's up with that? Did you think I was going to eat and not drink? Come on now. Well, let, let me see what you're working with. Show me what you're working with. I know you got skills. That's where I met you. When I met you, you were barmaiding. As we say in the East Coast, New York, they say barmaids. You know, if you are a female bartender. And I remember you made me a lemon drop, which is one of my favorites. And it was just... Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. So when I do tastings, plus when I'm bored, I create different syrups, different cocktails, different shrubs and things like that. I also did some dehydrated fruit I was showing you yesterday and it came out really nice. I don't know if you can see that. The infused fruit? Um, it's basically, I cut up a lemon and you dehydrate it in the oven and it's totally edible. You can put it in your drink as a garnish. Yes, I remember you were making it. So you cut all those, uh, made them in advance, and now you can serve them a day later? Yeah. You can keep them in an airtight container up to like a week. Wow. Is that any fruits? Um, if you dehydrate them. Well, it's for that one because I dehydrated. I basically mm -hmm. put it in the oven for eight hours for at like a low temperature and just let it completely dry out. So it creates like these candy, almost like a church stained glass kind of effect. I don't know if you can see Yeah, that. I see it. And then um, this is a really good one here. This is orange. So I did an orange Ooh. as well. Ooh. And those are going to go in the cocktail that I'm about to pour. So this is a cocktail I made called the Angel. It's very light, very fresh, very uh, clean very summery, very patio weather kind of drink, even though you're drinking on your own patio now because of COVID and everything <laughs> else. Um, it's basically a consistency of, um, I took some strawberries, um, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of raspberry, melted down and made a syrup. Um, in the syrup, I strained it from there, put a little bit of grapefruit, um, also a little bit of um, champagne, white wine, and a little bit of spritzer to top it off. So this is the complete cocktail that I made and it's ready to pour as you go. Well, where's mine? Right here. How are you going to get it to me? I serve it in a wine glass. It's very pretty. Um, when I made it for my tasting, uh, most of my cocktails are made in mason jars just to give it a real nice country effect. Nice. That's a nice southern effect. We see that a lot, a lot here in the south. Mm -hmm. The mason jar serving of desserts and beverages. Yeah, it's really cute. That looks almost like a pink lemonade. You know, from all of the different um, ingredients that you just shared that you put in there, I thought it was going to be darker, but that it looks like a pink lemonade. Yeah, I strained it down really well. I only used a certain amount of strawberries because I didn't want them to cook very red. And okay. I think all the other ingredients that were clear or white kind of gave it that illusion of effect and then you just top it off with a little bit of topo which is one of my favorite sparkling waters okay and then you just kind of drop the lemon on top Beautiful. so 
you can see that. And that's just how I serve it. It's good for Sunday brunch. It's good for chilling on the patio. It's good for now. Right good now. Right now. Friday night. Yeah, Friday night happy hour. Yes. So you got burgers, you got cocktails, you got fries, you got the whole nine, and my phone just fell. It's okay. That cocktail didn't fall. <laughs> the cocktail was like cemented, girl. It didn't move. <laughs> no, the cocktail ain't gonna fall, child. No, child. The cocktail said we standing strong. <laughs> right. That's alcohol abuse if you drop a cocktail. Right. Right. So, so where is this delectable burger? Is my burger ready yet? I'm about to put it in. I just looked at the grease. The grease is almost ready. Okay. That's oh, you said ahead. that you use um, extra virgin olive oil, right? Yeah, I use EVOO. Okay. Now, do you use any special type of skillets or anything? Um, no. Just a regular shallow pan is what I use. Um, just enough so where I can flip it with no issues. But I really like okay. the shallow pan. I use woks when I cook japchae or usually okay. when I do my fried rice. But other than that, I just use a regular pan. Okay. Very so, yeah. good. So your veggie burger is in. Okay. Then, now, what type of butter are you using? Um, I'm not using any butter today. No bun, the bread for the burger? Um, no, because I have a secret sauce that I prepare to put on there. Secret. Yeah. Like I McDonald's Big Mac secret sauce? But better. I'm sure. Yeah. This so is maybe this maybe I this is something that'll go on the market one day too. Possibly. Yes, girl. <laughs> always thinking ahead. Always. always. I'm always thinking of ways that I can do what I need to do without having to purchase what I need to make. You know what I mean? Very good. So I'd rather make my sauce than purchase the sauce. A lot of my sauces I create because not everything has the flavor profile of what I need. So you could give me a couple of ingredients and in 10 minutes I got a sauce for you. The last tasting I did, I made a sauce. It was basically um, blackberries, uh, rosé, a little bit of uh, wine and IPA beer, a little bit of sugar. And that was the dread, the, I don't know if you look at the lamb chop that I made on the last picture. Yes. That was the So yeah, it came out really, really nice. You drizzled that over the lamb chops. Yeah. Girl, please. Lamb chops is my favorite. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, I cooked the lamb chops. The berries were still on there to complement everything. A couple of the flowers to go with the dish and everything. And then uh, from there, the lamb chop was just beautifully presented in the center of the plate with the sauce. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't let my mama hear me talk about no lamb chops because, girl, we love lamb chops. Yeah, I love too. It's really I love lamb chops. Pick them up Absolutely. and just eat them right off the bone. And you know, I never, I never thought about um a blackberry combination because I make a lot of my own sauces too. I have been uh -huh. studying the African culture. Since I okay. interviewed Mr. Um, Nollywood actor I.K. Ogbona in February, and their culture is so amazing with all the sauces that they create. So I started making my sauces too, but you, I like the idea that you are using a lot of fruits. Yeah. You use fruits, you use wines. I cook with wines, I cook with vinegars, you know, use fruits. That, that really, um, how do we say this? I wanted to say this right. I, as you mentioned those ingredients, mm -hmm. the different areas on my tongue or my palate were waking up in anticipation mm -hmm. of the coming together of those ingredients. That's awesome. Oh yeah. I, um, I don't know. I've never, I've, I have a, a mentor that I used to work for and I would watch him whenever there was nothing else to do. I had questions. He answered any question I've had. I could assist him in the kitchen if I wanted to. He just taught me so much. And he taught me to never, ever, you know, to think outside the box, basically, for whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. So that's why half of the stuff I cook is just something I literally laid in bed and thought about and put it together. And then you see it on your plate. 
you know. Okay. So yeah. So I hope that, you know, that as you come up with these innovations, you are documenting them that you have a little journal book for your thoughts and recipes, girl, because God will wake you up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and give you that next, you know, menu item, girl, that might take you to Patty LaBelle or somebody. So you got to write it down. I always said Patty was an auntie in my head. I, I know that's right. The auntie, I wanted to go to her house and she would cook for me and take all my troubles away. <laughs> I always and she will. Her. She will. She right. said, you know what? She'll cook them away and sing them away at the same time. Come on, Auntie Patty. <laughs> we coming for, for some, some cooking therapy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm totally here for it. <laughs> Let me ask you something, because you know I am a clinical mental health counselor now, and you know I love to cook. My great my grandmother, my dad's mom was a professional cook. My both of my parents cook. All of my aunties and cook, you know, and I pick that thing up because I love to cook. But I also love to cook because it relaxes me. Yeah, I love to bake. Cool. Also, I used to bake a lot in my twenties and thirties, and now here I am at fifty four. And I'm getting back into my baking. So how what does cooking provide some type of relaxation therapy for you as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when I'm stressed, when I'm deep in thought, when my anxiety is flaring up, I cook. If I'm not cleaning, I'm cooking. Okay. And my mom, my mom has always, she's just starting to notice if I'm stressed or bothered, I'm cleaning. But when I'm here by myself and I'm stressed and I'm bothered, I'm cooking. You know, my roommate will come home or get up in the middle of the night and I'm out here doing something. And it's just something I'm just throwing together and I always bring it to her. It's just, it just kind of relaxes me. It, it kind and, and to be honest with you, it kind of, it makes me proud of myself. It makes me proud that I'm taking that leap of faith and I'm stepping outside the box and I'm creating new things. And I just, I love to feed people because I'm a people person. So if, yeah. if me feeding people makes them feel good, and they get happy off my food, it makes me happy, you know? So that's just something that I strive to do. I just strive to feed people. Food makes everything better, everything. I don't care what it is. Food makes everything better, and that's just really how I feel. So that's what I do. <laughs> I heard you say something that I really want to hone in on. Uh -huh. I think I heard you say that food makes you feel proud of yourself or cooking food. Yeah, I mean, I've come a long way from frying my first, my first pork chop at eight years old, you know, <laughs> or baking my grandma's first cornbread recipe. So I've come a long way to perfect recipes that were passed down for me from my grandmother or my mother or a chef that I used to work for or just anything and just putting my own twist on it or trying something new for the first time and conquering so it just makes me proud of myself. I used to doubt myself a lot. And, you know, I would call my mom every five minutes and be like, it's not coming out like yours. I don't understand what's going on. And she'd be like, it's not going to come out like mine. It's going to come out better. You just right. got to it. You got to give it time. So when I'm making new things or, you know, putting a twist on a recipe that has been passed down to me, I make, it's, I'm making myself proud. And then to get the reaction of people who eat my food, it's just like, okay. I did that and then I just keep going you know it's something different next time so that's just it's just I don't know I think it's just making me proud of myself because I'm finally doing something I feel God has placed me to do and that just makes me proud all the time I, I was stuck at a job I was like I need a way out I want to change and then this happened and here I am so I'm really proud of myself for that. I took a leap of faith. A lot of people aren't living their dream, you know? So I'll, I'll never, ever doubt the blessings that have come to me and my, my achievements, whether it's small or big, because I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this pandemic that happened, honestly. So I'm happy about that. I'm just putting on my specs. Because I wanted to make sure that my eyes saw and my ears heard what I think I just experienced. Oh, yeah. I'm a spiritual person. I thank God a lot every day. 
if that's what you're tuning in. Well, if you want to put it like that, <laughs> yeah, it was spiritual. Indeed, it was spiritual. And you know, I'm a spiritual person too. So, you know, I, I can get with that all day, every day. But you said something, Renisha, that I love. You know, we all about the positive vibes, right? Mm -hmm. We all about encouragement and exhorting each other, undergirding each other, right? Lifting mm -hmm. each other up. And you said something that's really key. You talked about doing what you love to do. And you talked about how far you had come from frying your first pork chop, I think you said at age eight, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. now owning your own business, you said, this is my purpose. How yeah. does it feel, sweetheart, to walk in your purpose? It feels, it feels unreal sometimes. Mm -hmm. It feels, it feels very complete. It feels like I can only go up from here. It feels, <laughs> it, it feels like stepping out on faith and trusting in God, he's not going to let me fail. And I feel secure and I feel safe and I feel very blessed. Very blessed. Good words. Very good words. And you know, when I wrote up my advertisement description of this podcast interview with you, I, I use those very words. That phrase that you took a leap of faith. Yeah, I did. And look at you now. Right. My mom awesome. was on the couch when I came up with this too. We were talking about it. And uh, me and my mom were sitting on the couch when everything first happened. Okay. Um, I was just like in disbelief. Like, man, what am I gonna do? I don't know how this is gonna go. Um. This may not go according to plan. How am I going to pay my bills? You know, what's going to happen? I don't think the restaurant's only going to be closed for 15 days. I really think it's going to be closed a little longer than that. Like, what am I going to do? And so then I was like, man, like, I was panicking at first. And then I realized I had been asking God for a change of direction. I had been mm. asking God for a vacation and wow. I have been telling him how I was stressed out and I wanted to spend more time with my family. Yeah. I wanted to have a social life because okay. in that industry, you lose all of that. Yes. And I recall asking for just a weekend off that I never asked for and getting denied or I got a lot of grief behind it. And I was just like, you know what? I, I, I was in the shower, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I have to do something that's not going to make me, you know, snap in, mm -hmm. the, in a good way to say it. And right. then when my mom was like, you know, she told me, you know, not to not to panic, you know, but to, to tell me how to secure things for my future. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, man, God, I asked you for a vacation and you gave it to me. I yeah. asked you for a way to do a different direction and you gave it to me. So now what do I do? And then I started to pray. And then I started to cook, and then the rest is history. And there you go. <laughs> you said the rest was history, girl. That was it. You know what? It, it's amazing to me. I've heard so many wonderful stories like this. You know, the media publicizes, you know, the, the numbers of COVID cases and the increasing numbers and all that. And yeah, we need to know that. But what is inspiring and encouraging during this pandemic are stories like yours. Stories where people have found their new self. They have found their next. You wow. know, COVID set them back temporarily, but they found themselves. They evolved like you. And look at you, you just, you just in your zone. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't missed the beat. We we having a podcast interview, you guys. And I want y'all to see how Miss Renisha Perry, founder, owner of A Girl Who Likes to Cook here in Houston, Texas, 
is showing us how she does what she does. And she's making this look easy, effortless, and seamless. But she just started this business. I think she deserves a big hand of applause. <laughs> and she's making this vegetarian dish. And she's doing something. What are you doing now? What is this? Uh, caramelizing a little bit of onions for it. Oh, girl, please. I love onions. Are these white onions, yellow, red? What kind of onions? Uh, yellow onions, a little sweeter. Oh, and yeah. Now I'm about to fry some tortilla strips for my okay. Oh, my. You're putting those in the fryer with the onion? Uh, no, the, the onions are caramelized right here in the skillet. Okay. And then the, um, the strips are being deep fried on the back eye. Oh. Excuse me. Thank you. I forgot we are in Texas. <laughs> a lot of stuff gets fried in Texas. Yes. And, you know, I was just having a conversation with my mother the other day because I love Mexican food. I'm from California, Northern Cal, and we have wonderful, you know, Mexican food, El Salvadorian, Venezuelan, you know, Colombian, Guatemalan, all these, you know, um, Latina culture foods. And so being here in Texas, I was so looking forward to all of that. But for years, you know, we were taught that, oh, don't eat too much bread. Don't eat those tortillas. That's the same thing as bread. But now that I count my calories even more, and like I just had this morning, a spinach protein wrap, you know, breakfast sandwich that I made. Mm -hmm. The wrap, the, the tortilla is much less calories than a lot of this bread. Right. And I just want people to know, you know, because... It's hard to go without bread sometimes. And I, I've been doing it pretty much for 20 years. But as I'm getting a little older, I'm trying to find ways to integrate it back into my diet a little bit, whether it's gluten-free or whatever, right? But those uh -huh. tortillas are a good option. There's low-calorie tortillas, too. Yeah, there are. I use, um, I just use the standard yellow. Mm -hmm. The standard yellow is my favorite. It the looks corn really tortilla? Yeah, the yellow corn. Okay. The white corn tortillas don't really show up really well. I mean, right. they have a nice flavor, but they don't photograph very well either. So I tend to just, I tend to just, oh no, I didn't cut myself. Is that an avocado? Yeah. Girl, that's some guac. You know, we some guac lovers over here. Yeah, we I put guac all the way from Texas to Philadelphia, baby. We love guacamole. <laughs> yeah, avocados on all three of these burgers. Oh, help me. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. I love avocado. You got to keep avocado is a staple in my kitchen. In the oh, yeah, yeah. It's a staple. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. No. I put avocado no. on everything. If they made probably an avocado flavored beer, I'd probably drink it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now you're reaching right there. That was really reaching. But you know, they say that the avocado is a good fat, right? It's a good fat, so. It is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I make my pestos with avocado. You know, I make my guacamole. I put it um, in my salads. I put it in my eggs. I put it in my rice. Well, when I eat rice, I put it in my cauliflower, everything. I love it. Oh, yeah. Now, what are you spooning there? What is this? These are the caramelized onions. I got them a little bit more crispy. I can't see them. them. I love onions. Onions are really good for you, too. Are they? Yes. Google I know they, it. They Google ruin it. conversations, ruin dates. But I heard they have good benefits. <laughs> no, onions have great health benefits. Huh. And honey, when, when your man or whoever start realizing the benefits, they won't they won't be worrying about that that breath. Oh, <laughs> that <onion> oh. Breath. <laughs> okay. Okay. Note to self. Note to right. self. Note to self. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see. Oh my. Oh my. Oh so my. Vegetarian burger. Okay, you're going to have to hold it up because we can't see it. Oh, I am about to cut it in half for you. Oh, you! Go I was wondering if you was going to cut that burger. Because I didn't think I could put my mouth around that to take a bite, girl. <laughs> that thing is big. 
Oh, your chips. I see what you're doing. Your garnish with the chips. Go, girl. So Stage it. Stage now. that plate. <laughs> Look at me. I'm just sitting here like I'm ready. <laughs> like the cat waiting on the canary. <laughs> One of my chefs used to tell me I cheese harder than a cat in a canary cage. A girl? You got me like that today. Look at this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This screen full of deliciousness. Help me. <laughs> God, Jesus, help us all. And you can see all of it there. Yeah. If you had smell vision, you would be very excited right now. I was told. <laughs> Wonderful. And it only took you how many minutes to prepare this? Um, maybe like seven. So when I, they, they don't take that long to cook at all. And now I'm about to do the Southwest and the California. So this was the vegetarian burger that comes on my menu. Um, it comes exactly like this, maybe sometimes a little fuller, depending on what's on here. And then it always comes with fries on the side. Fries. Are those tortillas or French fries? These are fries. Regular French fries or the seasoned ones? The regular ones are just added season. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're so low down. I told you I haven't eaten today. Now you're not over there just cooking. You're eating in my face. What's up with that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not sorry. <laughs> I'm going to place an order. So let, let's just talk about that. So say I want to place an order. Do I uh -huh. email you? How do I do that? You can either email me or you can message me on my business page on Facebook. You can DM me on Instagram. Okay. Um, Either way, my email, my Instagram, my Facebook, you can DM me. My phone number is also listed on there. People call to make their orders. And then okay. I also place the orders um, of what I'm doing on my Instagram or my Facebook. <clears throat> and you can order it from there as well. Okay. While you're doing this, I'm just going back to Facebook. I want to see if we can... Um, if we were able to go live there as well, let me see what this thing is doing because you are transitioning now, preparing the next dish, which is great. And I want to try to share this with some of the people. Let me see if I can put this on our Facebooks real quick here because I am so enjoying this food experience with you a girl who likes to cook okay <laughs> let me see what is it doing okay i'm gonna see if i can put this over here I'm not ignoring you. Oh, I, I know. I'm just now tell us what you're doing so that we stay engaged. So right now, I'm about to prepare the Southwest and the California. I don't know if you can see those. I'm about to prepare both of these and fix both of these. Wow. Okay. Now, what you have in the plate there is already prepared. Uh, yeah, I need to cook them. Oh, it's okay. So why don't you tell us this? What, are, what, if you don't mind sharing the ingredients there, what, what do those burgers consist of? So in the California burger, you have uh, gorgonzola cheese. Um, you have a little bit of cilantro, dry cranberries, uh, raisins, um, and then salmon, a little bit of spice. In the Southwest, okay. you have pepper, jalapeno, bell pepper mixture, white onions, a little bit of spice, and cilantro. Awesome. That sounds so really good, too. I like those combinations. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be plating those next. Okay. And those burgers you also um, grill in the olive oil? Yes. Okay. Both of them, all of them are cooked in olive oil. Okay. That's healthy. That helps to cut calories. You know me, I'm all about these calories. Absolutely. <laughs> this heart health. 
this heart health. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta watch it. So that's basically what I do. I create a menu. I usually post the menus for either Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, or if I have meal preps to do, I usually do those on Saturday and deliver or be ready for pickup on Sunday. So everything's done on one day. I try not to make people wait for their meals. I try to set up a schedule for people. And most of the time I have two or three clients at a time. So okay. everything's done, everything's picked up, everything's delivered. Um, as long as they're in a greater Houston area, there is a small delivery fee. Um, I haven't yet had anybody further out than Houston, the inner city metropolitan area. But I do travel, but there is, of course, a difference in delivery fee for that. But usually most people that are in this area usually just come and pick it up. I do contactless delivery as well. A lot of my guests are, you know, of course, everything going on, which is fine. I just basically drop everything, stand abroad out at the end of the driveway, make sure they mm -hmm. know that food is there, and then they pick it up and then I'm going to the next. Very good. So you're doing the deliveries too? Yeah. I do deliveries. You go, girl. Yeah. You're just a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. You are a jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be able to, I mean, until I'm able to pay a delivery person when, you know, God blesses me with that, right now it's just me. Right. Well, you're making it happen. I see that we have some more people in here. Hey, we got LaShonda McClain saying, yes, cousin. Rosalind Perry saying, hey, LaShonda. And she says, your cousin is really doing her thing. Yes, she is. She is doing her thing. You guys can share this by clicking the URL address at the top of the screen. If you have a Facebook, you want to share this and show them how Renisha Perry, a girl who likes to cook, is preparing some menu items for us tonight on the Unfiltered with Car Jones Unlimited LLC podcast show. Go ahead and share that link. Feel free. She has made a, a cocktail for us tonight, a wonderful cocktail that she created herself from scratch. And she's sharing with us three different menu item preparations on live stream. This is a first for the Cardones Unlimited Unfiltered Pot. 